Rising is so rising. is so rising. It's it's like in theory, in theory, like like he said when he played it out in his head. Oh, I'm about, I, to, I can I'm see, about to kill him with this one. I'm about to kill him with it. Yeah, I'm about, I was like, oh, this is gonna be great. He's gonna wake up. It's, this is movie. Like, 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 What up, what up, what up, what up? It's Three Brothers No Sense, your favorite barbershop-style podcast. I am Tavares Ferguson, a.k.a. Ferg. Join my co-hosts, Buff and Rozzy. Fellas, tell them what's on your mind. Uh, have you two gentlemen heard of a young man by the name of Charleston White? Yes. Mm-mm. Okay. I always see him on certain uh, headlines of YouTube videos, but I've never stopped to really watch anything he's had to say. Uh, but this past weekend, I decided to, because I saw he was trending. And uh, he did Cam Newton's podcast, and he said a lot of things. I just want to put this out there. Um, so just for those who don't know who he is, he's he's the first juvenile. He was 14 years old at the time. He's the first juvenile in uh, Fort Worth, Texas, to be tried as an adult. Him and two of his friends stole some starter jackets out of Foot Locker. As they were leaving, a good Samaritan tried to stop them. One of the friends shot the man and killed him. They were tried for murder. Charleston wound up doing the least amount of time. He wasn't the trigger man. Uh, he did some time in uh, prison. When he got out, he tried to you know, help the youth. He started an uh, organization called Hype which stands for helping young people excel. But he's known for controversial opinions, which is why he was trending. I see a lot of people co-signing and and leaving the 100 emojis and saying he always spits that real, he always spits that truth. I agree with Charleston White. And the man did say some things that were pretty like, okay, I can rock with that. But I'm not leaving no 100 emoji under somebody who says he thinks it's okay for him to beat his from time to time just like you discipline a kid you should be able to discipline your every once in a while so you guys need to learn to stop taking the entire package and accepting it and just you know just pick what you like just pick what you like out of that but you ain't got to co-sign the entire interview or the entire person so be careful with that so if they don't agree with 100% of everything he says, they can't put 100 just for that one comment or? I mean, it's not just that one comment. I mean, he said, like, that's just the most more recent. I mean, but he you said, know, no, no. That, you know, he's, he, go ahead. Well, he, he, yeah, he, he definitely, the best way to describe him would be the hood Dr. Umar. That's a good he one. he a good says one. a lot of things that are kind of in your face that if you hear it the first time you're like yeah okay of course but at the end of the day when you think about it, it's like yeah dude like <laughs> but he's right every blue moon every so often he hits on and I'm, and I'm not even gonna say he's right they'll post like you said clips so yeah. that clip Yes, it might be right. So the <laughs> minute and seventeen seconds of his conversation 
might be right in that single context because he's every time I see him and I think he's featured a lot on our um, when I scroll through our timeline mm-hmm. he pops up a lot mm-hmm. so I'll I'll just because I try to you know keep my ears to the streets see what the streets are saying mm-hmm. uh, they be talking you know sometimes so uh, and I'm like who is this idiot so he <laughs> he <laughs> If you didn't know any better, you would think he was uh, cool with plies and like just a lot of dudes that just be saying right. random stuff that the hood would agree with 100%. You know, um, but every once in a while, some of it's just common sense or he just kind of calls a spade a spade. So he's a mix of. Uh, like you said, Umar, yeah, Umar, and Kevin Samuels Oof. with his delivery, <laughs> you know. So he Man. just he just calls it like it is, and he, because he's from the hood, I mean, he call out all types of rappers. He calls out everybody. Oh, yeah. He does. He doesn't. Yeah. You know, he don't hold and he doesn't hold anything back. Uh, but eighty percent of the time, the eighty twenty rule, he's a reverse of it. It's the twenty eighty rule. <laughs> exactly. So. Yeah, man. There was one he, something he said recently. I'm like, okay, I can rock with that. I can't. Maybe it was a look. Le- you said he was on LeBron's. No, uh, Cam Newton's. Cam Newton. What was he talking about? Man, everything. I know he's talking about when you when you mentioned delivery because Cam brought that up. He was like, well, y'all not worried about the delivery with some of these rappers and what they have to say and all that kind of stuff. So he went into a whole dialogue about that. Uh, but just that uh, beating his. Uh, whole, it's a three hour interview so I haven't even watched the entire thing I just watched yeah, I some of it, it. and uh, uh, Rosie look like you kind of wanted to say something I wanted to give you a shot before I kept going you good? No I have no idea uh, like, so I've, I, I've never even seen this because uh, you know I'd be pissed about it, it Just he sounds like another person that I, I would not <laughs> like so no I'm good right yeah it's you wouldn't but then like I said Umar every blue moon you'll stumble across something he'll say. And it's like, you got a point. Yeah. Umar, Umar himself is kind of like anti-rappers a little bit too. Um, so had that going on, a lot going on in sports. And I'm talking about from Ime Adoku, Ime, Ime Adoka calling LeBron. Well, he actually told LeBron to stop. And then LeBron said, let's not throw that word around so loosely. And I think he did wind up calling LeBron a bitch and saying, you're not going to do anything. Mm-hmm. So you got that going on. You got yeah. the in-season he, he tournament. Didn't, he didn't tell him to stop. He said, don't be a bitch. Yeah, that's what he said. So, yeah. So he's like, y'all, need, y'all need to stop being bitch. <laughs> um, and, of course, college football. College football, um, man, I have been arguing with so many SEC fans. Uh, But I will say this. I am against this 12-team playoff that they're going to do next year. Yes, if they had it this year, my team, Florida State Seminoles, would have benefited from it, but I do not like it. I do not like asking unpaid kids to play extra games for our entertainment. At the end of the day, let fans like me just be upset. That's part of the appeal of college football. They don't always get it right. Hell, 
we've had two champions before. I remember we had Michigan and Nebraska one year. We had LSU and USC one year. Is Auburn. Auburn's Auburn. Auburn. Were they, were they a coach champ? Yeah, I think in like 04 or something like that. I do remember they had an undefeated season and didn't get a chance to play in the well, maybe championship. Maybe I just called them the co-champion. But I, yeah, I exactly. They played yeah. Virginia Tech in the Sugar Bowl that year. So they don't always get it right, but that's like, it's over a hundred and something teams in that sport. You're not going to have a perfect system because what's going to happen is, you know, 13 and 14, they would have beat, they definitely would have beat 10, 11, and 12. They got holes. So, Leave it like it is. Maybe move it to 16s at, at the most. But I don't like asking unpaid kids to play extra games. For what does that I end up being? Two like more it. games? But Two, three more games? You look at it, they go to yeah, 12. It's, 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 they're going to be four. close to 16 games. Well, yeah. that's why I want to do the math and look at it. Because because one would play are they, 12, are they, right? Are they, are, they, are they cutting any games? I haven't heard them cutting uh, championship games because and, and and these bowl games and championship games that's that's really just money more money so, for. So most kids are playing in a bowl game. Most people want to play in a bowl game. So that's an extra. All these all these teams would have been in a bowl game. You mean so, teams want to play in a bowl game or players? Because players don't teams. Okay, but you know they want. I think they want to have the the well as of recent. Mm-hmm. 10 years ago t- to make it to the bowl game you can't make it to the chip cuz you you got to think every if you're not a power 5 powerhouse team you know there's no way in hell you're making it to the big dance right mm-hmm. but if UAB can play in a big bowl game mm-hmm. that's something to say I played in that big bowl game so let's dissect it most of these most of these top 12 teams would have played in a bowl game right so mm-hmm. that's one extra game they would have played. So you know, we, we call that even. So twelve playing a big uh, in there. At that point, you're down to six, right? So now you're somebody's going to get bye week and all that stuff. So everybody's not going to play the same amount of games. But at a certain point, you would play six. Two. I think it's going to be two extra games. I think it'll be two extra games. Kind of like now, and, like right now, mm-hmm. they're gonna play two now. extra games. Yeah, they play two extra games. The, the It'll add game, an extra the game. game. They'll add two more games past that. It'll be four games postseason. And, and now it, it's slightly be... like the regular season will it will still be exciting, but it makes it it takes away from it slightly because now in today's college football, if you lose two games, you out, you done. Yeah, unless you're LSU that one time, that one time. But now, if you lose two games, hey, we still got a shot. So yeah. I don't like it, but I know I'm in the minority on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And I saw all type of opinions about should Florida State be in it, should they not? I'm over it. It's done. They're not getting in. And if I'm an Alabama fan, I don't even know what y'all arguing with me for. Your team in. Let me argue. <laughs> like, like <laughs> at the end of the day, it don't matter what you say. We're going. <laughs> y'all <Yeah>. not. <laughs> so I would if 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 it was my team. I wouldn't waste my time. Well, I'm like, well, sorry. Yeah, you know, it's, on no I think the, the thing about <laughs> it, because there's always something to debate, right? There's always something to debate. You can find a way to, you know, like, hell, you know, everybody, that, all the Florida State fans that are mad they didn't get in this year or the uh, Georgia fans would, and look, next year, talking about it'll change everything, right? Um, and and Al- Alabama getting all the smoke because they win so much. 
But you, like you say, for you can make a case for all four teams on why they could not. Like Texas, yeah, they beat Alabama, but they beat Oklahoma State in a championship game that lost to South Alabama. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> where are their quality wins? Washington, Washington beat like a couple of two and seven teams. Their big wins are over overrated. Some people say overrated Oregon. And then you got Michigan, who people say, hey, they got called cheating. They shouldn't even be yeah, allowed so to play. It's going to be controversial with everybody. Mm-hmm. My thing was, yeah. I said, if you look mm-hmm. at what they said they were looking at, like, I try to make it very simple. I try to don't pick teams or whatever. I just say, before you start throwing teams and I look at the criteria, we were talking about wins, wins and losses. Right. If you say wins and losses, we talk about strength of schedule, big wins, health, those type things. Right. Four or five categories. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think I named five. I came up with five that I really heard people debating a lot. And if you look at it and you weighted all those, they say, okay, if oh, conference championship, that was a fifth. Those are five things. Big wins, your record, conference championship, strength of schedule, schedule, uh, health. Health, health and I think big wins like who you know although mm. and so if you like okay oh, may, oh was it big wins or out of conference wins I think it was like big because they'll say like hey uh, Florida State beat LSU you know that was their big win of the season they beat these to Clemson even Clemson that was their big wins of the season so I'm like okay if you say you won and we assigned 10 points to every category right you can get 1 out of 10 so if you got if you were undefeated you got 10 points if you lost one game, you got nine. So Florida State got ten on this category. Not in Alabama got nine, and I'm not an Alabama fan. Uh, I'm an Auburn fan by all means. So I'm like, but if you look at it, because this is what they were saying, these are the things we're looking at. Okay, so you got three teams that got well, two teams that got ten points, one team that got nine, two teams that got nine. Okay, uh, strength of schedule. Florida State's strength of schedule, if you look at it compared to other people, was very low. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to fault you for that too much, but let's say I give you an 8 for strength of schedule. So you got a 10 and an 8, but Alabama might got a 9 or a 10. So now we're we're even. Nothing's wrong with, I mean, you you won all your games, but there's other factors, and you throw in health, and you throw in, hey, I'm a conference champion. Everybody on that table is a conference champion. So that's 10 points. So when you start looking at little individual things, and Florida State might have got a 47, 46 out of 50, but Alabama got a 47 out of 50. You know, conference champion. We lost one point for a game. We got big wins. We got, you know, everybody's healthy. We got all this stuff. So you got 10, 9, 10, 10, 9. Like it's, we got a 48, you got a 46. You, a lot of people wanted to put all that weight and nothing but that weight in uh, the record. Yeah. You know, you wanted, you won 12 games, I won 11. I won 93% of my games. I'm not saying, I, hey, you went undefeated. That's awesome. You might help even get a bonus point for that. But at the same time, when you throw in those other factors, everybody was kind of even or somebody was a little lower on the totem pole and made up for it. In Florida State, that health dropped them. I think they probably got a six or seven on health, right? So oh, yeah. when you... According to the committee, that's what it cost them. Yeah, the, and, I'm like, and I can buy that. Like if you say, you know, that's it. You know, you got a nine, ten. You got a, you got forty points across the board, and then your last category, you got a seven. I watch cooking shows. That's how this. That's how I thought about. It. I was watching a cooking show. Cooking show when I saw it, it was like, oh, if you look at it like a cooking show, you know, taste 
was a 10, but your presentation was a seven. You lost because right. you, you, you put it on a God brick, you know, or you didn't toast, you didn't toast your nachos, you know, uh, you didn't toast your tortillas. That's how people always lose when they make uh tortillas. So. I, um, but yeah, it, listen, even the whole reveal, like I, I actually went to the ACC championship game in Charlotte. And so my plane touched down like a little after 11 and the reveal was at noon Eastern time. So I'm driving home. I'm watching it. And the way they did it, I have to give them props, even though it hurt. It was so dramatic how they did it, though. It was it was exciting TV to watch. And, you know, like they revealed the first two and then they reveal like um they 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 went back and says down to Georgia, Alabama. Then they revealed Texas was three, and then uh, they revealed Alabama is four. I was like, but the way they did it, man, it was like great, great build up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so good luck to Florida State Seminoles. I'm not wishing luck to the other teams. I'm still salty. Uh, well, uh, y- your uh, favorite governor is fighting for y'all. I so see you, that. That's a waste a, of time. That's a waste of time. I don't, don't, I don't, yeah, I don't like that. that no, when I, I saw that, it was on CNN and I was like, come ESPN, on, man. Like, like, it reminded me yeah. of when the city of New Orleans was trying to yeah. sue the NFL. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> was that the, what game was that? <laughs> NFC Championship? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah they, I, they, I mean, they fought that for a while. I'm like, dude, <laughs> like, you're looking real bad. Your slip is showing. Like mm-hmm. so, that was my first time seeing them in person. Been a fan since I was single digit in age, so that that was exciting for me. Uh, wasn't the greatest of games on TV. I know it was boring as hell, but there at the game, like we were so into every play because we knew once we found out our third string quarterback freshman never played a game was starting, we were like, oh, shit, it's gonna be tough. Yeah. It's gonna be tough. Mm-hmm. So, like, we were like into every play, man. So, and, and I leave with college football is exciting. And man. I leave it with this. And I and I was debating with somebody because as a you know, I went to fam. There's a bunch of Florida State bros. I'm still cool with. And I'm like, if Florida State would have beat them 35-13, which was a FAMU score, by the way, 35-14, Excuse me. Um, I almost I think that would have that would have like over. if they would have yeah. dominated that game. That's the la- the last thing I see from you. I'm always questioning how you look. The last thing I saw from you, because at any point, I'm, you were at the game, at any point you thought that these boys might score a touchdown and that's the end of the game. Yeah. Like, And that was the yeah. thing. And so I'm like, if they would have came out there and manhandled them, kicked them in the chest, they'll be in. So, Rizzi, what you got, bro? Oh, one last thing. Uh, Biden told his donors that he – it's only running because Trump is in the race that he probably wouldn't even run for re-election if Trump wasn't a threat to being elected. So Biden feels like he is the biggest uh, opponent to Trump and to keep him from winning. Mm. Disagree, but okay. Which may or may, so. may or may not be true because I don't see who's who's the strongest Democrat. Who would be a strong Democratic <laughs> candidate? That's yeah. Nope. Yeah, nobody stepped up. We have a Democrat that's running a congressman, but eh, eh. dude, we are supposed to be <laughs> the the leaders of the free world, the best <laughs> of the best. In our last couple of elections, when we look at who we're saying, okay, this is who's going to run our country. This is the leader. These are the people who are. This is the best of the best. I mean, you're you're putting these people in the same category as Abe Lincoln. 
<laughs> like, like, yeah, you know, like JFK, like yeah. even people that you might have agreed with, it's still like they were presidential, and you're like, I'm gonna uh, forego my question too, since my opening no. took so much time. I think so, who, hey. who didn't have a question last week? Rising? Uh, no, Buff, Buff didn't. No, Rising went first. Oh, so, bro, yeah, no, bro, get you another question in, man. We yeah, good. Yeah, you, you good, you good. R- Rising, what um, you got first? Uh, yeah. So, speaking of uh, Florida's governor, uh, F. Rod DeSantis, just want to throw that out there, because um, we got folks that <laughs> think that he's a pretty okay yeah. guy, and he rapes, but he saves. Um, so, no, Ron DeSantis does not rape, but he saves. He, uh, he just rapes. Um, the, I, I got into a little Facebook battle with somebody and I ended the conversation because it it was going nowhere but the end of my conversation I said that Ron DeSantis chases everything he does with a little bit of white supremacy and so that even when it's something that's supposed to be for everybody uh, it's still kind of hard and not palatable for uh, black people It's, it's even if he does something that might help black people, the rhetoric, and we, we talked about this, right, a lot of times blaming him for shootings and things like The rhetoric that he throws out there hurts people, regardless of if he passes something that might help you or that you can take advantage of as a black person, as a gay person, or whatever. Um, that rhetoric alone stokes fires and everything. So no, Ron DeSantis does not get a pass uh, because he's trying to be trump light. And and whatever that is, so no, F. Ron DeSantis. Want to throw that out there. Um, secondly, Angel Reese is back, and so we talked a little bit about sports. She's back. She's back on the court. A um, lot of people had a lot of things to say about why she wasn't there, uh, and they're keeping a close hold. But from everything that we're hearing, it's based. It was basically mental health. Uh, she had to step away. Uh, I think the pressure was getting to her. It was too much. And so she had to take uh, some time. Uh, And you can say what you will about, well, she's an athlete. She's trying to go to um, the WNBA, blah, 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 blah. That's going to, that's how you get those superstars. But um, we got to remember, she's still a kid, man. I mean, she, she's 20 years old, I think. Um, And it's, it's a lot of pressure for a 20 year old kid and everybody can't take it. And so, I'm glad she took that time off, got what she needs. She's back on the court now. She's traveling with the team again. Uh, so good for her. Uh, my, my heart goes out to her, and I wish her all the best, man, coming back. Um, shout out to her, man. And uh, finally, I want to say it, it's the 6th of December. Um, we're recording right now on Wednesday. Um, and and like the Temptation said, the Rolling Stone is the day I always remember. Uh, Cause it is the day that my dad died, so um, hearts out to the family and everything. I want to tell everybody I appreciate all the love that I got on Facebook. I just made a simple post. I was like, you know, I miss you, dad, and um, I mean the outpouring of support, love, and all that stuff that I got from that. So I appreciate all the listeners, all the fans, all my friends that just kind of stepped up and was just like there for me through the day and 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 truthfully you know i I've, i'm to the point where it, it's not like oh i can't function today but even with that man um that that support helps so i appreciate you guys on all of that so that's all i had man i should have spoke up before you um went through that so dad you are missed 
trust me, I I know exactly how you feel when those days come around. We all I mean we all do, you know. Um so do you mind if I lighten the mood? Yeah, bro. Go go go. When you were talking about uh, Angel Reese and women's sports, have you guys seen the new movie coming out called Lady Ballers? Mm-mm. Is that what you just texted us? Yeah, watch that real fast. I have seen <laughs> this. <laughs> Is it a real movie? Or I thought it was yeah, just I think a it's on Hulu. Like I think they were just like. Oh, I gotta watch this. That's gonna be hilarious. This is my first time seeing it, seeing this. I don't know. Is this real? The Daily Wire. Oh, I don't know, man. I mean, it's they, got they, they make, they make it. They, you know, they 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 have done some movies like um, uh, What Is a Woman? Now, um, a lot of the platforms banned it, but they. They've done some movies. Matt Walsh and on them. Just for clarity, listeners, uh, there's a Daily Wire trailer. We don't know if it's a real movie or not called Lady Ballers, where it's a group of guys who are semi-athletic who found out that um, they can compete in women's sports by saying they're transgendered. And just uh, so they've go back and forth from being transgendered athletes back to cis men or cis males. And um, the trailer is just one of those. Let's call it, let's call it what it is. You know, it's the one of those. I shouldn't laugh at this, <laughs> but it's, you know, it happens, you know, such as life. And when we, when we can't, when we have to stop laughing at everything, then that's not a world I want to be in. But uh, outside of that, FAMU uh, won the SWAC tournament. So we are the SWAC champs. We are getting ready to go to Atlanta for the Celebration Bowl against the Howard Bison. So they're calling the Bougie Bowl. Uh, I won't be able to make it because there is a lot going on that weekend with my lamplighters, but if I could make it, I would be there. I think it's going to be a fun weekend. So, Rides, if you can get down to the weekend of 16th, bruh, make it to Atlanta. <laughs> All right. Outside of that, um, let's go ahead and jump to the questions. I'm pretty sure Sophie's asleep. She's in the bathtub. So, let me see if she's almost done. Okay. She might be almost done. Hold on. Hello there. Hello. Greetings, Sophia. Greetings. Man, she looks. Oh, she looks just. Yeah, yeah. How's it going? What? <laughs> How's it, it's like going, it's going? going good. <laughs> it's yeah. going good. Can you can you see me? Are you squinting? You got your contacts in? Nope. I don't know. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. You don't know. Going to sleep. Did I call you out? <laughs> Yes, you call uh, me out. You're getting in trouble. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> so going to sleep after God, this. Daddy apologizes. So, do you have a good joke for us? Yes, I have an amazing joke. Okay, what do? Let me be the king... judge of that. Okay, fine, fine. <laughs> What's the king of all the art supplies? 
I thought you said something about pigs. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good one. You started talking about the pig at first. That was a misdirection. Yeah, misdirection. You think it's in his hand? But look over here. All right. Thank you, baby. Go ahead. Go to sleep. I'm going to sleep. And, and to be clear, that was the king of all supplies. I thought she said art supplies. Art supplies. Art supplies. Art supplies. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I like that one. I like that yeah. one. <laughs> but dang. Oh, man. Should have used that one in PLDC, Rosie. You remember we had to come up with a, a joke yeah. again? <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, man. That was, ooh, that's way back. That's, was that the 90s still? No. Maybe uh, 2000? 2000, I think. Yeah. Cause, it yeah yeah it was two thousand. We had yeah. already graduated. All we right. Went to AIT in ninety nine, and we didn't go to PLDC to that next summer. So yeah, it would have been two thousand. Yep. All right. Well, let's go ahead and jump into it, Buff. You were question about to question. Yes, yes, yes. So man, there are so many rules when it comes to weddings and how you propose. Like, there's like a certain math figure on how much the man is supposed to spend on the ring, um, everybody's permission that you're supposed to get and everything. So, Rosie, I want you to go first for the new listeners. Tell them. <laughs> it's kind of funny <laughs> to me, actually. Tell them how you propose to Jenica. <laughs> and then I want the guests, I mean, I want the listeners to say who had their favorite proposal. Yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> All right, so you guys, the, the listeners that have been rocking with us know that I am not a traditional person. Um, I like to break molds <laughs> and do things differently. Uh, and this is one thing that I definitely did differently. So my plan, we'll talk through that first. My plan was to, I had already given Jenica a promise ring. And so my plan was to wait till she slept or uh, while she was sleeping to take the promise ring off and replace it with the ring and let her wake up and see the ring and go, oh my God. And then, you know, in my head, that's how it was going to work. She was going to wake up, she was going to see the ring, and she's like, going <laughs> to kiss me and love me and be like, oh yes, I love you. Um, and so that's what happened in my head. And as as we got closer to it, I got I started getting nervous. And I was like, well, what if I wake her up um, if she, you know, if, while I'm sleeping the ring off. And so... At that time, I was suffering from very severe PTSD and insomnia, so I was taking sleeping pills. Um, and so what I did is I was like, slip to the quaalos, slip one to her. I, yeah, put a, little, put a little something in a drink. Uh, oh my god, which is not, no, which is not funny. <laughs> it's just, it's I didn't not. take advantage of my people. So I forgot how bad it sounds at first. <laughs> when I said it out loud, I'm like, ooh. <laughs> so, because um, this is his so, girlfriend you know, at the time, not fiance or wife. Yeah, yeah. And so I, um, you know, I, I give her the sleeping pill. Um, and so, because I and and she falls asleep, and I, I, you know, I pry the ring off of her finger, and I slip the the wedding ring on. Um, beautiful ring. It was exactly what she wanted. Um, it, you know, everything she wanted. She had she'd been looking at this this Tiffany's ring. Uh, I'm too cheap to actually go buy Tiffany's ring, so I had it custom made uh, and recreated, but it was the exact ring. Tiffany's don't sue me. So, 
beautiful ring. She woke up and like I didn't sleep at all that night, that entire night. Cause I'm like, what if she wakes up in the middle of the night? You know, cause I'm I'm in my head right now. And so I, I like stayed up almost all night. Um, she finally wakes up and I'm just like, you know how SpongeBob is just like giddy and like just sitting there waiting. And I'm just like sitting in the bed and it's like 20 minutes. She is up and she does not notice the ring. So my, my plans all crashed at this point, right? I'm thinking, Oh, it's going to go. She's going to like wake up and see it and feel it. It's different. Nope. Nope. And so finally she looks down and she, she like takes a double take and she's like, is this, and she's like, is this my ring? Um, and I was like, you know, if, if you'll have me, yes, that's, that's your wedding ring. Will you marry me? Uh, and she like hit me and was like, just like, yeah. Uh, and everything. So it, it, it wasn't this super over the top emotional thing. Uh, but that was Jen anyway, Jen, Jen, when she gets emotional, she gets, uh, uh, like aggressive, uh, like she hits you and stuff. So she, she like hit me and all that. So that was my proposal. Um, it, it, it actually worked for her. She laughed. We talked about it. Um, but yeah, it, it definitely wasn't a getting on the, you know, getting on one knee in front of the crowd and everything like that. I had to actually do a do over. So on our fifth year anniversary, I got to redeem myself a little bit to the listeners. <laughs> we, uh, our fifth year anniversary, me and Ferg, we got married on the, in the same year. So we actually planned a trip uh, to Paris and Spain for our wives and so we went on that trip and I re-proposed to her under the Eiffel Tower because I was like I'm gonna do the most over-the-top romantic thing you can think of and so I took her to Paris at the Eiffel Tower and proposed to her right there at the Eiffel Tower and and got her her actual like wedding band because I never gave her a wedding band either we just, so she was actually engaged for those five years I guess so <laughs> if, I remember that, if I remember that video correctly if I remember that video correctly, she didn't know what you were doing, did she? She didn't. And you, she hit me after that, too. Yeah. 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 She yeah. hit me after that. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the original, so Ferg wants the listeners to rank them. I, mean, I want to make sure, just like the playoff committee, make sure they have all the factors. So the original proposal, you wasn't on one knee when you said, I, if you'll have me, you wasn't on a knee. No, I was okay. laying in the bed. Did you ask any of her parents beforehand? I oh did. I did ask her, her parents. <laughs> <laughs> does anybody know the formula for the ring is it like two paychecks or no, something no. like that yeah i think the, that's the, what it the is women, it's like one, women one or two months one. it's like one month of um income or something like that you want to try to stay somewhere around there so which is two paychecks right like <sighs> one month worth of income so did you so, did you follow that rule uh trying to see yeah, I, I think I was right at that uh, with it, with the recreation. Um, the other part okay. about it, though, is, and this is for anybody who has kids, I asked Haley's permission before I uh, proposed to Jen, too. So that, yeah. you know, is a little bit of, um, because I wanted to make sure she was good with that and she felt comfortable with me, yeah. you know, hey, this is going to be your stepmom. And so I, not only did I talk to her mom and her dad, I did ask um, Haley as well that if she was cool with it. Okay. And she had already, you had already took her looking at, well, you said she already had picked out a ring she liked. So, okay. All right. All right. Ferg, same, same question, brother. So um, mine, I guess, was a little more traditional, right? So... Z and I got engaged um, 
March 16, 2012. I remember the date. No, March 15, 16, excuse me, 16. Uh, we were getting ready to head to a wedding. So backstory is Z had found this ring that she liked similar to Jenica, right? Like this is the ring I wanted. So I forgot what store it was. Let's say Zales or whatever. And when I went back to find the ring, I couldn't find it anywhere. So I went to, I'm in a major city. I'm in Houston. So I went to all the Zales around and could not find this one ring. Um, I started second guessing, like, am I looking at the right ring? Cause you know, at a certain point they all look alike to you. It was like, maybe it was this ring and I'm, I'm comparing it. And then I, she had a picture and so she knew that I was planning to propose one day, you know? And so I took it to one store and it was one of those situations where, Oh man, you just missed it. That ring is a custom build and it's like on tour. So it was a, a premier artist who was uh, creating our own line. And so she might've had three or four designs. And so that ring was kind of going around the, the country that those sets of rings so I couldn't find it so the person was actually able to help me track it down so tracked it down got it shipped back to Houston bought it you know all that stuff um, she didn't know we got it that I had got it and so I'm playing it up so I knew we were getting ready to go and this is one of those not ultimatum but it was one of those conversations where she made it readily known that she was ready to get married and we had been dating long enough and all that stuff. And she was a uh, semi nice ish about it all that throughout all that. So what, what really got her a little antsy was we were going to a wedding of a couple who started dating around the same time we started dating. And we were in like that next month, we were supposed to be in a wedding of a couple, another couple who started dating around the same time we started dating. And so for me, it's like they, they started dating around the same time or even after us and they're getting married. I'm not even engaged in my mind. It's like, I got the ring, but this is about a month and a half, two months of here. And it's like, I got the ring. I'm just waiting on the perfect time. So fast forward to the day we're leaving to fly to DC for this trip. So like Rosie, I played it out of my head. Um, I had, I'm a John Legend fan and we have the song uh, uh, is it so high or high high yeah. we both like it you know and so my plan was to to have the stewardess bring us champagne and I was going to propose on the airplane while so high was playing right and I, I I clear this with the front desk, front gate, and the stewardess, and all this stuff. Like to the point where the, I'm nervous, like Rizy, the stewardess almost gave us away because they pretty much when we, we were flying Southwest, so we're getting on the plane and randomly, the stewardess like, "Hey, I got two seats for you right here." It's like <laughs> <laughs> we skipped boarding groups and all this stuff. It's like I got two seats for you right here. And I'm like, she's like, "That's strange." I'm like, "I don't know. Just our lucky day, you know. I'm, I'm having a good week." And I had just got promoted at Enterprise. So the goal was I was going to order our regular drinks. It's probably 10, 11 o'clock in the morning. We're going to order our regular drinks. And whatever I order, it doesn't matter what we order. I need you to bring us champagne. 
So we order our, uh, call it makers and ginger ale or whatever it is. Jack and ginger. First round. They bring two Jacks and ginger. I'm like, okay, maybe she can get it. Let me do this again. And <laughs> Z is a lightweight. So it's 11 o'clock in the morning. We drink it. We're celebrating. We're going to a, a wedding. You know, I just got promoted, all this stuff. Life is looking good. Hey, let's get another round. You, no, nah, I'm good. No, nah, baby. We on vacation, winter Rome, you know, that. Uh, we going, yeah. So I had to talk into it. Another Jack and Ginger kind of made the eye contact like Jack and Ginger. She got me. Guess what she brings? <laughs> another Jack and Ginger. <laughs> I'm like, nigga, <laughs> help me. So at this point, trying to get Z to drink again is uh, tough. So I get up and it's like, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't have drunk that Jack and Ginger. My tummy kind of rumbly. So let me see if they got a Tums or, you know, a Pepto. To, so I, I'm going to go to the back and talk to the steward. So I'm like, hey, what's going on? She's like, yeah, we weren't able to open the, for whatever reason, we can't open the bottle of champagne on the plane because of the pressurized and all of this stuff. Whatever it was, something. I forgot. I wasn't listening. I just knew I wasn't trying to get another Jack and Ginger. So I'm like, okay, what I need for you to do is record me as, because um, I, I have to pull an audible. I want you to record me as I'm walking down the aisle because I had a cam- I had camera as I'm walking down the aisle and I had so high I'm playing on my phone right and when when you get close to her that's when y'all want you to pull out the camera and focus on her you got it here's the directions again when you get close to her start recording and I'm gonna walk up that's what I'm gonna propose got it got it we're good so. What she does is, does is, <clears throat> as soon as I give her the camera, she starts recording. It's ready action. Let's go. She starts recording, and I'm trying to uh, get my phone to play. I'm trying to get my get that right part of the song to play. So she's walking down the aisle. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm sitting there. I'm on the. I'm on my phone, <clears throat> trying to get it together, and all she sees is a lady walking down the aisle with the camera, and me walking. I'm like. So I like I'm on the phone. <laughs> yeah, so we get in at uh, two. Yeah, like yeah. She's like, "Why are you on the phone?" I'm like, "Hold on." And she's like, "What's going on?" And so the closer I got, the music it was I was cueing the music to the part. So when we got, I sped up a little bit, put the uh, the phone in her lap, took out the ring, proposed, and yada yada yada. And so the whole plane is looking at me like, "What the hell's going on?" So hit a little turbulence. I was a little shaky. That's that's what I felt. Turbulence, you know, thunderstorms and all that stuff. And so I proposed and everything like that. And of course, she said, yes, yeah. she hugged, kissed and stuff like that. They announced it on the, the, the plane. The funniest thing. So then they bring out another Jack and Ginger uh, for me, uh, me, her and the guy sitting next to us. The funniest part of all of this was random guy sitting next to us like, congratulations. I'm so happy she said yes because this would have been the most uncomfortable flight ever. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what, buddy? You're absolutely right. <laughs> and so, and then the Fergie me kicks in because they give us they give us a full bottle of champagne. So I'm like, okay, she didn't get the message. I wanted I wanted two glasses of champagne. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, that's six Jack and Genders. I don't know if I'm paying for buddies and a bottle of champagne. In my mind, I'm like, okay, that's about ten dollars a cup. I'm doing a math in my head. I didn't, I didn't, I'm like, how? Uh, I know how much a bottle of champagne is in the club. I wonder how much a bottle of champagne is on the flight. In my mind, I'm adding all this stuff up. <laughs> I'm like, Lord, it is what it is, right? 
uh, you only you only do this once. And of course, they comped everything. Uh, when we got off the plane, they let us get off first, and the crowd uh, cheered as we got off and clapped and stuff like that. So, congratulations to the future Mister Mrs. Ferguson. So, oh. and then the funniest thing, another funny thing is, she was taking pictures of her ring, and you know, once they propose, you know, they want to call the world and post it on Facebook and all that stuff. And uh, she had a two-hour flight. <laughs> she had to sit there and be in her. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as soon as she landed, she took a thousand pictures, had them ready to go in her like her group chats and all this stuff. So, um, I think Rosie called me when I landed because, like, I had told the world. Yeah, you know, I yeah. think I told him, my mom, my dad, her family. I think I told her mom and her sister and all this stuff. And I called them right, you know, right at that point. Like, I called her mom and her sister right before we boarded because I really wasn't looking for anybody's blessing. But I just felt like it would be the respectful thing to do. I'm very independent. <laughs> so. I, I, I definitely think yours is number one. Um, so my proposal was on a VHS tape that Tabitha <laughs> wound up taking back to Mobile. Everybody saw it. Everybody saw it. And everybody was like, how sweet and how nice it was. But once you hear these details, you're probably not going to think it's so nice and so sweet. I did absolutely nothing right. <laughs> so first off, so first off, I left Mobile in November of 2003. And I'll never forget as I'm getting ready to leave, like me and Tabitha hugging, she just bust out crying before she got in her car. And she was like, I can't believe you're breaking us up. Are you doing this to us or something like that? Like you're breaking us up by moving up there or whatever. I can't believe you're doing this. So she got in her car crying and left. I'm like, yeah, I, I didn't think this would be the end? No, no, that's not that's not my plan. So that sat with me. And so, like, a little bit before I left, I had already started looking at rings. So you know how you get the little sales paper in the newspaper? And I remember Kay had this ring, and I had it circled and everything. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to get this. I can afford this. I'm going to get this. So I moved up here, and I'm like, man, I might need to move up that proposal because – She's feeling some type of way. She wound up talking to some coworkers that made her feel better. It's like, girl, if you don't get your automobile and move up there with him eventually and whatever like that. So she started feeling better about it. But I still wanted to let her know how serious I was about her and that moving up here was not the end of us. So I'm living with my aunt and uncle when I first moved up here. And I'm showing them the ring and it's like, oh, no, no, no. We could do better than that. Because the ring was like 700 something dollars. <laughs> but it looked good in the, uh, in the paper. But I keep it clean. Like, I keep it clean. It's like, yeah, that's an enlarged. They're like, that's an enlarged picture. Like, that's no, no, no. We're not going to do that. So they wound up talking to me, talking me into getting something that was much, much more. I'll just say that. It was much more, <laughs> much more. But in my mind, my dream, I was such a big Martin fan. My dream was always to have you all involved in my proposal. She and I would be out to dinner, having dinner, and then one of y'all would just show up and, um, you know, be like, oh, man, what you doing here? It's like nothing, man. It's like, oh, man, you on your, you on a date with Tad? What's up, T? You know what I'm saying? And like, hey, I just passed dude that had these flowers, man. Y'all looking all romantic and whatnot. Let me give y'all one of these flowers real quick like damn oh man that's odd what the hell Ferg doing here then Wendell come in there Sherman whoever Akilah whatever like and then I finally like 
propose it like kind of like how Martin did. But obviously, none of that happened. You, you were so, gonna get Brian McKnight. I wanted him for my wedding, believe it or not, I did. <laughs> <laughs> my, my money ain't like that though. It wasn't. I did want him for my it wedding. Wasn't, wasn't like uh, that. But um, so I'm up here, and so my family is like, she's because she had she was visiting that Christmas. I moved up here in December, November, so she was visiting that next month. So they was like, that's when you need to propose. That's when you need to propose. And I'm like, dang, I really want to propose in front of my friends because you guys, you know, by us all going to high school, you guys have been every step of the way of our relationship. So I wanted to celebrate it with you guys. But I was like, eh, I guess Christmas Day would be pretty cool. So I put the ring in this huge box because she had wanted me to get her a pair of boots. So I put the ring in the box the size for a pair of boots. And then I weighed them down with like these uh, bushes, these huge cans of bushes, baked beans. So kind of feel like it's some boots in there. We still have those beans, by the way, with the date on them. I don't know why we kept them, but we kept them. So she get ready to open. And she should, she said she didn't know something was up, but she should have. Because we're in one room opening all the gifts. And then we say that one for last. And when we get to that one, mine was like, uh, let's go in here by the fireplace. And all of a sudden cameras are coming out and she. <laughs> so she said she didn't know what was going on so cameras is coming out and I had like a prepared speech in my head so she opened it she like this ain't no damn boots cause she pulled out a can of beans at first like oh, what the f-? and then she got to the ring box and she opened it up and I will say her reaction it was perfect all of that was perfect I had a prepared speech I got down on one knee proposed to her sounds great however I never spoke to her about what kind of ring she wanted, what type of diamond, uh, marquee, princess cut, round, any of that. Never talked to her about that. Never talked to her parents about proposing, mom or dad. Um, didn't spend, I don't, well, the ring they talked me into getting it probably was a month's worth of salary. But I just felt like all of that, not getting any of the pre-permission, especially for my mom. Like at the time, I didn't really meet her dad, but like maybe one time before. Uh, but you know, her mom saw her all the time. And that's something I wish I had back that I had at least, not necessarily, cause I'm kind of like fur, like I'm not really asking for permission, I, but I want to at least, I think it's, it's, it's nice to let you know. And like, if Jasmine gets married, I would love for her, uh, yeah. her husband, to at least, you know, run it by me or whatever. So I, I felt bad about that. But I just, you know, don't fault me too bad. I'm just not big on what altered the, the traditions are and how you should do it. And plus, it was rushed because I didn't plan on proposing to her on Christmas. I wanted to do it in Mobile. But it overall, it worked out. She was elated. You know, That's she called them all right away. We took pictures and everything. So... But I just thought I feel like mine is last place because at least you y'all two women saw their rings. You had an idea. I just got but, <laughs> you know, got one. Like, you I don't know think what? it's about the ring though. That's that's the thing. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I don't think Tab it is about the ring. any less about it, it, that. It, 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 it is. Too. I mean, it, it has to be a nice ring. Too. It has to be a nice ring. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying it's like if you didn't get right, the exact right. ring I wanted, I don't think she nobody well, our ladies would not have said no. Right, like if if even if right, she had yeah. picked that right. ring, if I had got her something totally different, um, she wouldn't have said no. 
she would have complained about it, but she wouldn't have said no, uh, and she would have been just as happy with us. Because it's about the what I can't remember what they say. They, do you want the relationship or do you want the wedding? Right? Do you want the traditions? Do you want the ring? Yeah. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, what is it you really want? And I, I think they really wanted us. You know, and I think um, this is an interesting topic. So we're 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 close to that time. This is crazy. This is so crazy. Let's, yeah, just, yeah. let's let's keep it going. <laughs> so you talked about the traditional things that we're supposed expected to do, and there's a couple of things I want to I, I want us to think about is you know where these traditions started. You know, we say traditional, and a lot of this stuff is newer than we want to give credit for it. Like guys went yeah. out here proposing and buying it was I'm going to give you my grandmother's ring you know I already asked you if this is already we're courting to the point where we already know that we're working towards marriage right mm-hmm. and um, even asking the permission I think it was the relationship I had or we have with those parents um, I I did not have a bad relationship with my mother-in-law or future mother-in-law. It was just, it wasn't as strong as it is now. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, part of it was because uh, we are both very independent and we were in our own city and we kind of created our own life, our world together. So there wasn't anybody else, you know, Z had already moved up here, you know, uh, against a lot of people's advice, you know, like girl, how you can move up there with that old ass? dude and he proposed he did any of this stuff and she knew what she wanted so as long as she knew what she wanted and if that was me then that's all I needed that's the only person I needed um but at the same time it's what Rise was saying is it about the is it about the proposal the the the, the, the wedding or is it the marriage and mm-hmm. I would think you know not even think part of the reason I started this show and I I approached you too is because I saw your marriages, right? It mm-hmm. wasn't like I have to buy her love. I'm not saying everybody does that and I'm not saying everybody we're cheap or anything like that. It was we're in this for the right reason. We're not here for you know, if he didn't spend this amount then we can't be together because I, you know, I, we talked about this before. I knew homegirl. I have a bunch of female friends, and they were like, "Well, he he needs to spend it between five and ten thousand dollars in a ring." Like, who the hell is he? <laughs> like, you don't even know who he is, and you you just mm-hmm. put a price tag on he hit, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, and people that said, "Hey, I can't wait to get married, so I don't have to work." Like, who you already made this decision about how your life's gonna be with somebody that doesn't even exist you know like these are the things you're gonna do we're gonna have four kids and all this stuff's like really like you know it's we found people that we love and we can work with and we wanted to build with and we made it work and we make it work right like and that's the thing and i don't think a lot of people see that they're so worried about you know these traditions and checking these boxes so I don't want you to get lost in the box shit. You know, I've seen elaborate weddings, elaborate proposals, and I've seen them not last. Right. I think we're all at that age where um, when they say 50 percent of marriages in divorce, we're like, yeah, they do. <laughs> you know, um, 
just look around. So my bad. I kind of hauled it on that. No, nah, it's just it's, it's three different, di- three different unique uh, proposals. It's it's kind of cool how everybody's experience is different. Because we met Z that was it that night or the next that, night. That was the, it was no. You met Z when we were pregnant because no, that was your no. You guys came. It was like at night because there was another couple here too, and I know y'all had just went to a wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was it. That was it. That was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, that's, that's cool, Cause, man. Because we stayed right. with you when we went to the concert, but then we that first one came for the wedding. Yeah, yeah. You know, Rozzy, yours, your yours is yours is dope though. Rozzy, <laughs> is so Rozzy like, is so like, Rozzy. Like it's it's like in theory, in theory, like like he said when he played it out in his head. Oh, I'm about, I, to, I can I'm see, about to kill him with this one. I'm about to kill him with it. Yeah, I was like, oh, this is gonna be great. She's gonna wake up. It's, this is movie. Like, 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 like for he 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 had he had her yawning. And, oh, 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 oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's exactly how it was in my mind, man. Jen like, went to the bathroom and everything. She got slobber on her face. <laughs> She ain't noticed. <laughs> Rosie wanted her to wake up prim and proper, hair yeah. flowing. Oh. <laughs> like when you said I had produced it like a movie in my head, it was literally that yeah. like full, yeah. full face of makeup, like hair done, no bonnet on. Like in my head, it was gonna be just like that, and uh, it was not. But I will say another thing though is Jen met me where I was like when I talk about the PTSD and stuff like I don't think I would have been able to do a in the in the middle of a restaurant in the middle of a big crowd proposal at that moment in time like I I was in a headspace that I could barely go out in public mm-hmm. without having panic attacks or like like breathing and, and like having to do shit so for for us that was a big deal and she knew that. Like I, I wouldn't have been able to do that with all those eyes on me like that. And so that was another reason why I, I kind of thought of that. Like, how can I do it and make it special, make it something different, where I would feel comfortable too in it. So yeah, I mean, and we and we both worked. were kind of like that. Like she, she was introverted like that too. Like she didn't want all those eyes on her either. So I, I think it, it was kind of perfect for us. Yeah, and another thing, like we don't, and we talked about this before. I don't think most guys grew up dreaming about the proposal and all this stuff like you probably don't think about the proposal until you think you find the person you want to propose to mm-hmm. right yeah and then you know that's, that's true yeah. then we go through you know then there's denial and you know all the the the, the stuff that goes with like man i'm about to get married and you know you, you you go through that you know in my mind just growing up and watching all the proposals i saw were on tv right and so all you mm-hmm. saw was people saving to get the that um that engagement ring. I ain't know nothing about a wedding band. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta buy another <laughs> ring? <laughs> like nobody told me this. I didn't think how much my ring was supposed to cost. I didn't know any of this. Like I didn't I didn't think I just knew like all the movies, all you see is him buying the that perfect engagement ring right I, I didn't think about that so it, I say that to say 
the traditions and the little small details around proposing marriage, all the stuff. A lot of guys, especially if you're not around that, like if if you if you don't have a bunch of older brothers or older sisters and people have gotten married and all this, then you're kind of, you know. And we Byron, you were the first of us to get married, you know. Well, there was a summer of the wedding, but that's a whole nother conversation. Um, but you were one of the first of us to get married and as, as like what I would consider as adults, like we were, you know, we were still yeah. young. We were kids when people were getting married and all that. But this was different. Like you, you anything you did was above and beyond because you were you 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 set the bar for all of us at that point, right? Um, yep. it is what it is, man. And y'all still going strong, y'all. Y'all been doing this for what forty two years? <laughs> forty two, man. Y'all um, been doing this since the nineties, bro. It, this this upcoming June will be like twenty eight years if you count dating. Yeah, we gotta count dating because Z count Z. Let her tell her we've been together fifteen years. So in her mind, we've been together <laughs> since the day we met. <laughs> she, she, November 9th made 15 years I'm like eh 14 and a half but we'll round it up uh that's cool bro like 28 years I didn't think no you you've been dating since last century you were d- dating in the 1900s bro <laughs> yeah that's the young people will call, yeah. refer to it as yeah 20th century <laughs> and, I, and also I want to put out there I did uh, once stop a homeboy from buying an engagement ring from Walmart I kinda, <laughs> y- <laughs> y- y- y'all were privy to that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was like, I was like, mm, I don't know a lot, but I don't know if that's the move. And Z's the, o- Z's the only reason I didn't, because I I knew I was gonna marry her before I told her I was gonna marry her, and so I kind of started looking at gauge rings, and I and I was kind of like you, I was just like, I think this looks nice. I think I. Only engagement, I mean, the wedding ring I ever really saw up close with my mom's growing up. And so I was doing something a little more like that. And then I had a couple of other little options and it was nothing like she wanted. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that because I just thought you surprised them. I didn't think, you know, I feel like in those movies, they just buy the ring and surprise them and they fall in love. And yeah, it's Mm -hmm. it's not. uh, But in her mind, vice versa, they're thinking about their wedding ring or engagement ring for years. You know, we just think yeah. about the engagement and, and check the box on it and making it special enough. No. So I, it, for oh, us, man. how I, I broached the subject is we used to watch Bridezilla's like every Sunday morning. That would be our thing. We'd sit in bed and like watch Bridezilla's and laugh at all the craziness but uh, one of the things that they'd always do is they'd be showing off the ring like all those little wedding shows and stuff they show the rings off and so I started to kind of see what she liked and what she didn't like she was like oh I like that I don't like that I don't like this um, and then she was like oh the halo I really like that and so then that that's how we kind of broached the subject and then um, she kind of found the one she was like that's it I think we watching a commercial or something and it came by and she was like, that's it. That's the ring I, I want. And so it was easy was to kind of, bro- you know, yeah, like bring it up and stuff. So guys, if you're thinking about it, watch some wedding shows with your wife or or your your lady. And maybe, you know, you can get some hints towards that uh, to be able to bring it up and not kind of tip your hand a little bit. Moral of the story, 
don't put anything in her drink. Right, right. I, I didn't yes. put anything in her drink, though. I, I, I didn't slip anything to her. I asked her, did she want a sleeping pills? And she said, yeah. So, yeah. That's what happened. Hey. <laughs> Let's keep it going. Let's go ahead <laughs> yeah. and close it all out, fellas. <laughs> uh, to the listeners, I, I did a lot of talking, so apologies for that. But I hope you enjoyed some of that. Uh, Contentville, Power by Inspire You on Air. Thank you, listeners, for tuning in. Uh, I do want to say real quick, visit three brothers, uh, three brothers, no and get you some merch. We will be in the parade this upcoming Mardi Gras. And if you have on one of our nice hoodies, guess who we going to aim those throws at? So if you want to <laughs> exactly. get some nice throws, get you, have you some merch on. Cause we are going to show you favoritism over the rest of the crowd. But I just want to give uh usher his props, man. He just wrapped up his residency in Vegas uh, I can't remember the last time a black male solo artist has garnered the type of attention that he has, but uh, just very happy for him. He broke down crying at the end of his show. I also had a cringe moment when he tried to serenade Mary J. Blige because she wasn't with all the touchy feely grab my face. You know, that was kind of like, okay, I should back off. But I do want to give him his props, man, because he's been the talk of He's been the talk of Vegas for a good two, how long has it been there? Two and a half years now. So props to him and just want to let the listeners know that the uh, Senate is going to be working on some big things coming up. They're talking about another assault weapon ban. We haven't had that since the nineties and they're going to try to tackle immigration once again, which seems to always fail, but uh, we'll see what happens this time. So keep your eye open up, keep your eyes open for those two big things appreciate it bro um only thing last thing i have is congratulations to Haley one more time man she graduates this friday so um big ups to her on that and congratulations to her mom uh that's graduating uh from university of alabama next weekend so allison kudos to you as well man so um that's one of the dopest shots we did a, a photo shoot for Haley's graduation photos and stuff and um one of the dopest shots is allison in her cap and gown like like fixing Haley's cap and gown and and that sight just like warmed my heart that both of them are finishing around the same time uh and so it's just a really dope experience for both of them for allison to not be a non-traditional student she had her associates and went back and got her bachelor's uh and so that's kind of a really cool thing uh, there so shout out to both of them man uh, and to the listeners out there just again love on your folks love on who is out there man who you can love on because you never know when you're going to lose them uh, and and celebrate their wins uh, that was actually going to be one of my questions uh, today was kind of like what what are you most proud of and so we'll kind of come back around next week and, and that's going to be my question so I'll give you guys uh, some time to think about it just think about what are you most proud of in your life uh, but give you give your flowers to those folks that are around you uh, so that, um, you know, when you have a chance to, you can. So that's all I got, man. Well, a um, couple of things. First of all, I want to give. Uh, I want to preface this by I know this movie isn't coming out next week, but I know I want people to get ready. And there are some probably early showings. The Color Purple Color comes purple. out Christmas Day. So people get ready go buy your tickets get your purple ready and all that stuff 
I know that's been a hot topic. So just a reminder, go get your purple because I guess that's what we do now when we go to movie, black movies. It's a dress code. Um, I don't know when that happened. Matter of I fact, was- I think I will be in. Mo- um, no, I won't be in Mobile. But even though I might see about, um, let's let's rent a uh, let's rent a movie theater. Just set out a movie theater. Three Brothers No Sense sponsored theater for Color Purple. Let me can we can we sponsor a price showing? It. Price it. Okay. Alright. We're gonna price it. We're gonna see. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Uh color purple. And uh my birthday's coming up. So I usually don't talk about my birthday coming up, but I'm getting a great birthday gift. Uh, my mom is coming into town and she will be staying with us for about two, a little more than two weeks. So that's the most time I've spent around my mom since the nineties, you know, uh, two, two and a half weeks. So that's the longest she's ever, we've been, been around each other. Um, so I'm excited about that. So that's an awesome birthday gift. And, um, with that being yeah, my said, bad, bro. Yeah, I, re- I didn't think about the timing of it. That yeah, this show will be your birthday. So I was thinking we I, we talk about it next show. So <laughs> so it was fine. You know, the, the only reason I think about it is because uh, my mom's coming. But yeah. uh, it is what it is. Three brothers, no sense. Six rules of podcast. Listen, like, share, subscribe, comment, and most importantly, listen again. Talk to you next week. Get some merch. Yeah.